Oh, it turned that down slower, uh, faster than I had intended yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, welcome to Couch Grouches. This is Jim. I'm Gonzo. We have a, uh, as promised, a special guest host uh, in the house. Uh, here from, well, all the way from the stranger, unknown areas of Connecticut. You didn't plan that one out first, did you? No. Uh, we. Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. Welcome to Couch Grouches. Oh, is it time already? Yeah. All right. And no mouth noises? No mouth noises. Okay. All right. As long as we're settled on what I am and I'm not doing. Okay. And yet it still is there. Uh, listen, I am a good, like, <laughs> two feet away from the microphone Hey, at this point. let's say hi to Adam. Hi, Adam. Hi. How are you? Good, how are you? Welcome back to the show. Yeah. Now, I say... They, wel- ne- they never heard it, right? I say welcome back. Yes, the actual show that Adam was on was has never actually been fully released. Oh, my It's a mystery. Yep, so... Um, the lost episode. It is. A, it's one of many lost episodes. So and they've all heard about it because I refuse to stop bringing it up. The fact that you wrote like ninety pages. It was not ninety I pages. Also, it was like I seven. I also pages. wrote like seven pages. Yeah. Well, see, but Gonzo doesn't usually do that level of of, of prep. I was prepared, and no, I'm freaked w- out at the fact that I might even have news for oh my, my own God. self. And he and he went from um, writing notes to he didn't write notes and said he wrote a manifesto. And, uh, Zack Snyder uses horses as shorthand for terrorism. I mean, you you're know, not entirely wrong. Really you're not entirely that. wrong. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Hey, man, you know, Tim Burton has a weird fetish with snow. Yeah. I mean, that's there you true. Go. So. <sighs> okay, so Adam is uh, also goes by the uh, persona of uh, oh, Gigantus Smalls, and we'll be uh, letting him. Uh, Plug all of her adventures coming up pretty soon as yeah. well. But um, you're also like a seven-foot nerd. Yes. Like, you are a very nerdy, nerdy, nerdy nerd. Yes. I know this to be true, because I'm friends with you. <laughs> yes. Well, is it is this what it's going to be tonight? Just kind of just like these dead silences and people looking at me half funny? Correct. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I didn't know if we were going with yes again on that one, Adam. Fair enough. Okay. Okay. I like to change that. <laughs> So, uh, Gonzo. Yes. Tell us about uh, your journey down south right. to uh, to Dragon Con. This is my first one back since. Yeah, then, it's isn't the it? only. It's we haven't done one since then. I tried to do one last week mm-hmm. uh, on my own, and it was really depressing. Yeah. So I started what? one. Oh no no. So okay, and then we'll go back to Dragon Con. So I started doing it. And I have the recording. I can actually play it for you at some point. I won't do it here. But it was just about like me and my mental health. And it was sad. Oh, that's oh an episode it we was could do, though. sad. Yeah, but it was me sitting there by myself in a room alone <laughs> talking about the history of my mental illness. And about halfway oh, through, no. I'm like, oh, this is dreadful. They're going to think I'm writing a suicide letter or something like that. So then I stopped. I stopped. I had a drink. Oh, God. I had Brussels sprout pizza. That burp just smelled of Brussels sprouts. Nice. I did. I then tried to start doing stuff about my love of Star Wars. And then my love of Star Wars, a speech about my love of Star Wars, just eventually bridged back into issues about my mental health. So I said I'm not going to do this show. All right. Should have done Star Wars and mental health. Mental health in the Star Wars universe. Clearly, my mental my she, mental health was not in the right place at that time. Yeah. I probably didn't need to do a podcast. Also, the speech about the mental health. I was like mm-hmm. forty minutes in, and I wasn't even fifteen yet. 
Mm-hmm. So it was like, oh shit, I'm a 41 year old man. I got 20. So if if it's 40 minutes and I'm 13 years old, okay, I'm one third done. So you're gonna tell me that I'm gonna spend two hours? No, I can't do this. So tune in next week for the continuation. In yeah, Jim's <laughs> mental Jim's health. Mental health. Jim's spiral into despair. <laughs> so I, I just try not to think about the spiral. Huh? I said that's very Dengen Rampa. A little bit. <laughs> so tell me about Dragon Con. Tell us about Dragon Con. What happened? Did you have a good time, first of all? I was not prepared for this. Is the scale? Had you not it been to one that big? So huge. It's it's enormous. Now it's like, the, it's probably the biggest one I've ever been to. I think it is it Have is, you been to Gen Con? No. Gen Con's pretty gigantic and as well. I, I but think Dragon this is Con billed is billed as the largest multi genre con. Yes. And it might just be in the northeast, it might be well, it's southeast. It's on the east coast. Oh shit, it is southeast. It's Atlanta. But what I would say is um Dragon Con is what Comic Con became, but Comic Con scale is much bigger now. Mm-hmm. But Dragon Con is still it's I think it's the second biggest American con. And it's the one that I always had a lot of fun at. And so I just I wasn't prepared. Now like I've been to tiny little rinky dink cons sure. like um Kineticon. No, even smaller. So like, uh, that's the only one I've ever been to. Oh, really? That's AA, sad. Uh, AAC, another anime convention in Nashua, New Hampshire. Oh, Jesus! Pretty small. It all fits into one Sheridan. Okay. Um, oh, or, by the way, or there was Nerd! that was yeah. that was hot. Yeah, a little bit. Um, and I've been to. They only had it the one year, but it was the Great New England Steampunk Exhibition. Also, oh, also in fuck. New Hampshire. <laughs> And that was small enough to fill, like, a floor and a half of a Radisson. I'm going to be old for a second. I remember Kineticon. Mm -hmm. When Kineticon took place at the University of Hartford, like one of their auxiliary buildings, it was effectively um, a multi-purpose room, a Mm -hmm. a decent-sized multi-purpose room, but that's all it was was floor. And then it became the clusterfuck that it is now. Yep. Now, so it's scaling up a little bit from those. I think Arisha... But I'm also old. I think Arisha is technically larger. I just didn't see much of it because it was... Larger than Dragon Con? No. 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 Than, no. Uh, than these two other small yeah. cons. But because it's, you know, old sci-fi, right. a lot of it takes place in just like, we've rented these two floors of a hotel, right. so you right. go into just a hotel room and there's vendors in there or there's a panel in there or something. You wanna know what a bigger con was than I thought it was gonna be when I went? Was BotCon in Providence. Mm-hmm. Transformers. Effectively a Transformers con. Well, first of all, it turned out to be more than just Transformers, but it was effectively Is it just... anything that was Japanese and a giant fucking robot. Mm. Uh, well, I mean, but it was mostly it's BotCon. Yeah, though. but it was mostly centered on the Transformers. Yeah. It was a lot I've of fun. Just, I've been on a really big Transformers deep dive. So well, I just called, found out about BotCon. When I was a young man, I used to collect Optimus Primes. I see. So, and my wife, will, she just left. My wife will tell you that at one point in time, I had like 60 different Optimus Primes in the house. I see. It was ridiculous. And it ended when I finally paid like $175 for a limited edition goddamn <laughs> Optimus Prime and I realized I have to stop. I, um... <laughs> Some people choose cocaine, Jim. I don't even like Transformers that much. Just Optimus, Optimus Prime, Prime. Is just cool. No, no, I mean, I do like Transformers. I had them all, I had a bunch when I was a kid, and it was awesome, but I'm not, like, one of these people. I'm gonna go out on a limb. He's kind of hot. 
Who Optimus Prime? Yeah. It's well, Peter Cullen's voice kicks ass. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, he, I, and he's well, got the big first, kind of like my first Optimus Prime was Optimus Primal from Beast Wars. That was still Peter Cullen's voice. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like I was very confused when they weren't robots, but then they were robots, but they were also animals. Anyway, Dragon Con. <laughs> Dragon Con. <laughs> Let us divert from that strange sexual bent. That's fine. We can come back to it later. <laughs> I'm sure we will. Um, so, and then, oh God, am I still on? Yeah, you're on. Oh, I just knocked my little volume knob again. This happens like once an episode. It's because you're. It's because you're using a gaming headset. That's why. If you brought your own headset, you wouldn't yeah, have this well, problem. Yeah, I'm comfy in this one. Okay. And my and my pink microphone cover. That's fine. Well, let's chew it. You asked for it. Yeah. So then, you know, Kineticon mm-hmm. is bigger still. It is. But that's been small because I go to Anime Boston, and that is it's a lot bigger than pretty Kineticon. fucking big. Yeah. It's also a lot better put together than Kineticon. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. No, it yes. is. But, I mean, I'll get into the differences between Anime Boston and Kineticon in a minute, though. Because it, night and day, the organization. And, of course, that makes sense coming from a con that's been around since 87. Right. They kind of have an idea what they're doing now. But then Rhode Island Comic Con I've been to, that was even bigger still and packed in the space it was. But yeah, I was... They get big names there, too. Yeah. Hey, I was excited at Kineticon when they got fucking uh, George Decay there. Like, oh, was, I was there that year. Like, Rhode Island Comic Con... And I didn't even go. RICC, so. the year I went, was that that was the year they were going to have a lot of the cast of Star Wars there. Yeah. And unfortunately, half of them had to cancel for one reason or another, but I just was not prepared for... Probably like, because Star Wars fans suck, yeah. and this is me being the world's biggest Star Wars fan. <clears throat> I was we, not... We, we're a horrible people, Star Wars fans. We are fine. horrible, horrible people. I thought we weren't doing toxic fandoms today. No, we're not. We're <laughs> not. You're absolutely right. I can do toxic fandoms. But I just was not prepared for the scale of this. Mm-hmm. So, let's see. What was the main thing in three different hotels that were all linked by a sky bridge? Um, the hotel I was in was obviously kind of the party hotel, where the bottom three floors were almost all hours of the day shoulder-to-shoulder people because they had someone out on the mezzanine, a DJ playing music, which wrist do I wear a watch on? Uh, you would wear it on your left wrist. Why? Because I'm right-handed? Yes, because that's the direction that the uh, knob will be, so that you can okay. twist the knob without okay. having to okay. interact with your... Sorry, I, I'm multitasking. My, uh, I, I was just giving me a, a hand-me-down uh, Apple Watch, so I'm setting it up while, while Gonzo's talking about Dragon Con, because he has a lot of interesting things to say, and I'm not going to jump in all the time. But So, yeah, that's... That's why you do that. Thank you. Continue. However, if the winding knob is on the other side, which they are on some watches, you would wear it on your right. Seems to make sense. Um, okay, moving off of that, because that gets into weird, obscure knowledge. Um, so they'd have a DJ up on the mezzanine level playing music in this hotel. Like, I'd open the door at 2 in the morning, and you would still hear the roar of people from downstairs. Well, that's And we yeah. were on the 30th floor. Yeah. Oh, absolutely not. Um, the elevator situation was a little iffy, but actually still far better than like an anime Boston. Um, but so yeah, it was just packed there. And <clears throat> so you'd elbow your way through everyone to go out for a smoke break or something, and you'd come back in. 
and walking outside, you saw, you know, a couple homeless people and you saw the people running sure. the shops around. But everyone else, I swear I didn't see a single person outside of like employees and homeless people not wearing a Dragon Con badge for a good three blocks in either direction. It was just, the, again, the scale was baffling. Like, I was overstimulated for a decent chunk of the first day and a half. Just sitting there like, okay, I could go do something, but I, there's, there's a lot of everything going on. I'm, I'm going to go drink now. So there were some days I wouldn't, like, get in cosplay until 5 o'clock, but I'd still walk around for... Now, did you effectively just do Joker again? Yeah. yeah. I was thinking about bringing Skeletor. He put together a really good, like, kind of, like, like I love that. more realistic, like, homemade Skeletor, which looks really good, in my opinion. But I've got funny. pictures I'll show you. I love that. And it would have been fine, because I saw at least two other Skeletors there. And were they, were they like, just total, like, like photorealistic Skeletors, or were they, I mean, um, what kind of Skeletors were they? One was... One was, like, straight one, out of there. One was kind of photorealistic. The other one was more stylized, but they, instead of a mask or something, they had really elaborate face paint done. A face paint? Yeah. They didn't, like, use, like, the the, uh, the appliques and nope. stuff like that? Because I've got some of that stuff. It was so. painted on there. It was real oh, good. I guess that's kind of cool. Um, that's cool. There were only a couple other Jokers there. Or at least only a couple that I saw. Now, that's the other thing about how huge this was. I, walking around the lobby, like, the first evening we were down there, so it was before the con even really opened, it's already mm -hmm. getting packed. We're walking past some of the tables in the lobby where people are sitting drinking. I looked up and, holy shit, I know that guy. That's one of the pro acts from FAIR. I recognize him. He's very recognizable. I'll show you a picture of him later. Okay. Legitimately, if you imagine what it would look like if Alan Rickman and Marilyn Manson had a baby. So like a goth Alan Rickman. Oh, he, he's yeah, yeah. Very, so very. Alan Rickman. Huh? So Alan Rickman. Uh, I'll, I'll show you he's later. He's dead. And you'll, you'll. The ultimate goth. You'll get what I mean, though. I don't know about all that. Um, Peter Murphy's the ultimate goth. You don't even know who Peter Murphy is. I don't. You're the, first of all, you're the worst gay man ever. Second of all, go away. Hold on. Okay, well, that's been really fun, guys. Thanks yeah. for having me on the podcast. Uh, let's get a better picture. But he's... Oh, I mean, to be fair, he's dressed up as Snape in that It's picture. an audio medium, Gonzo. Right? Yeah, I suppose. Sort of. Alan okay. Rickman yeah. meets Marilyn Manson. Yeah. And so I recognized him, but the flow of traffic kept pushing me on, and he was in the middle of talking. I'm like, yes, yeah, that could be him. So I posted on Facebook. Sure enough, it was him. He said, hey, come say hi. And I would have, except I legitimately never saw him, even out of the corner of my eye again. That's where, why you, you text him and be like, hey, where are you? But it's like, I swear, I, there were, I only saw people here once. I probably never saw the same person a second time. Except for a couple people out in the smokers area, because... I know who Peter Murphy is now. <laughs> yeah, but do you know who he is, though? I've heard of Bauhaus. You've heard band. of Bauhaus? Yeah. Okay. Bauhaus was the first goth band. Yeah. The first real goth band. Go on. Want to see Adam get confused? Yeah. This is, uh... Let's, let's just look at Gonzo's reaction to this. It's with the birds and everything, man. 
I promise you, those who listen to us understand all of these jokes. <laughs> I'm, I hope they do. <coughs> all right. So oh, Joe's not here. I really should be using that music. Yeah, that should have been our intro. That'll that'll be our outro. All right. Okay. Um. So. So yeah, I honestly don't know what panels even went on. I've got the magazine-sized program. It is quite large, usually. Yeah. Um, and I've got the dedicated app mm-hmm. downloaded, but well, what did you do? I wandered around. Uh, I spent a not terribly insignificant amount of money at the dealer's building. Of course, you did. Dealer's building. Well, yeah. So, so. Dragon Con's a little different from other cons in yeah. that. Effectively, what Dragon Con does, so usually um, cons try to, um, large, even large scale cons try to kind of, you know, like the cons that we go to, like, oh, they're, they're, they're in like a hotel or two. Like, you know, and the hotels are connected and yeah. that type of thing. Well, large cons like, like, like Comic Con, like Dragon Con, things like that, um, like Dragon Con's effectively takes over a section of the city of, mm-hmm. of Atlanta. Yeah. So it's like, Five hotels, events in all of these hotels, auxiliary locations, things like that. And so imagine it was pretty much the same thing this yeah. year as well, right? Yeah. And so like you've been to Kineticon, Adam. Yeah. So you know that Terrible. I think Kineticon has what just the one de- one level dealers yeah. room, and then I think on the next level is like Artist Alley. Oh, they're they're together now. Oh Jesus! Really? I'm yeah. glad I don't go anymore. Then maybe I'll go, but whatever. I'm not missing much. I got other cons. But, so you know how it is, though. Yeah. And so you'd cross the street, and you would get into this building. The first three floors of this building were dealers. The fourth floor of the building was Artist Sally. Okay. So I spent... Which I'm sure no one bought anything from, still. Um... I saw people up there, but it wasn't even like Artist Alley, what you think of right now. You had a lot of artists in the dealer's area, too, selling their stuff. Oh, that's cool. The Artist Alley alley up there, they had a lot more larger art pieces, almost like a gallery to walk through, too. Oh, that's cool. Including this one. I've got their business card somewhere. They did amazing 3D printed, like digitally sculpted and then 3D printed figurines and stuff. And it's beautiful work. That... I grabbed their card because they had a couple, they had this really nice Joker that it looked great with my other collection of stuff. Um, and I, that's what I got the, uh, that statue of death. I showed you a picture of Jim. Yeah. I love that. That I actually got a really good deal on too. Did you? I looked it up online figuring it's dealer's room. You probably paid about what you would pay on Amazon plus shipping. Yeah. You know, that's, you don't really get a deal in dealer's rooms that often. Not really supposed to, no. Except I looked it up, and it might be because it had been open, but I checked it out. It was, you know, perfect condition and everything. I got it for at least 70 bucks cheaper than the cheapest Amazon offer. Wow, so it really? Was just real cool. Good when for I, you. When I saw Good it, for you. I, I, it's one of those ones that I wasn't going to get because it was kind of expensive. Up until I realized if I walk away and someone else buys that and I come You're back later, I'm going to be upset. Yeah. So I'm going to buy that. Uh, a lot. Did you get me anything? Um, I, I think so. I got to go back through my whole hoard of stuff that's sitting at home. It's okay if you didn't. You usually, you usually get me stuff from cons. That's the only reason I ask. Ultra Sabers had a booth there. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, where you could 
design your own and just walk out with it right there. And I figured, oh, what if I just buy Jim a lightsaber here and say this is the one I built? Yeah, how fucking expensive were those lightsabers? Uh, they ranged. I could have gotten a mystery box for like 75 bucks that had one in it. Oh, okay. So, and, you know, you saw everyone walking around with a lightsaber at, by the end of the con. Everyone was walking around in kilts. As we were walking in the first day, I'm looking up and everyone's in kilts. And then as the con progressed, Utilikilt had a booth there. Another kilt vendor had a booth there. So by the end of the con, everybody was walking out with one. Pretty cool. Uh, the, the arcade... Was, did you do, did you end up doing that? Yeah, I wound up. I spent one of the days, most of the day there, just because I didn't want to spend any more money anywhere else. The only real thing, event wise, that I wanted to go to was the Shadow Cast of Rocky Horror. Yeah, and I did, and it was good. I packed, but good. Were they Were they good? Yeah, they were good. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so, the arcade, well, the the gaming building again, full building for it. Yeah. The entire bottom floor was Pathfinder and D&D. Yes. You go upstairs, up the escalator, and then to your right is the half the building that's partitioned off for, like, card games and bring-your-own-games. Mm-hmm. And then you had the arcade on the other half. So I did the the uh, Mech Warrior pod, yeah. which was cool. Yeah. Uh, that was a good time. They had Gundam Pod Battle there as well. <laughs> Which is another VR pod that you sit in and pilot a Gundam. You can feel free to jump in. Don't, 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 don't. If you want to, you look oh. like you look like you just look on your face like like you want to like judge him or something like that. No, Please good. do. I'm great. I'm okay. almost done. I'm almost done. I love it. I played DDR for the first time in a decade. Did you have fun? Uh, yeah, yeah, I had fun, yeah, but I'm any, awful. Doesn't say any good. No, no. I have uh, ne- I have never played DDR in my life because I'm fat and we don't do that. I was thinner. Did you play and- DDR? I played. Yeah. I'm just big. I was all around. Thinner so. and You're a big bitch. A smoker. Yeah. You're a big long bitch. Yeah. yeah. That's a long bitch. That's a long bitch. But I was thinner and not a smoker last time I played, so. Ah, yeah. It did, however, and Josh went up and did it as well. He used to play a lot more than me. Mm-hmm. He tried jumping into a song he used to be able to do no problem and failed hard. Sucks getting old. So we it? realized he's got a metal pad at home. Let's just set it up and once a week go do that. It'll count as exercise. Sure, why yeah. not? He also just got a Vive. A Vive? Yeah. As in like the, the VR, the VR thing? A, yeah. Okay. That's play, a fucking ridiculous amount, amount of money. I Beat Saber. It's crazy fun. I'm bad at Beat it. Beat Saber does look like a lot it of fun. a lot of fun. I won't lie to you. So, so yeah, they had a, like every rhythm game I could think of. They had uh, fighting game cabinets set up. I played the new... Uh, the Blast Blue Cross Battle or whatever yeah. it is, or uh, I think it's Blast Blue still. I think it that is. one. Yeah, Blaze Blue. Yeah, you pronounce it Blaze Blue. That's okay. All right. Listen, I don't care. So, um, how was your social interaction at the con? I barely socially interacted with anyone. Really? Yeah. Wow. It was just so packed, and like I said, it's a lot of people. You, yeah. I never really got it's, to see the same person yeah. twice. It's hard to go to yeah. a con, even like a small con. Yeah. So, well, I mean, like, Anime Boston, one of the things I do there every year is around 1 o'clock, everyone else in the room is starting to get tired, but I'm still wide awake. So I'll walk on back to the convention hall, and everything will really be closed up. They'll only have a couple late-night panels going on, but I'll just wander around still in cosplay because I 
took the hour or so. Because you're terrifying. <laughs> it's like I took the hour or so to put all this makeup on. I'm I'm gonna hold on to it till I'm done. And so I'll wander around, and that's where I meet a lot of people that I hang out with and, uh-huh. and talk to in the early hours in the morning. But here, shit, they were all, all of them drunk. All night. All night long. All yep. night partying, yep. drinking. So, I don't know, I wandered around, but not much social interaction. Maybe next year. Like they fun. plan on going again next year. They're yeah. actually going for their honeymoon. Oh, yay. However, they've invited a bunch of us friends to go as well. Just get your own room. Just get your own room. Okay. <laughs> um, like, get your own way down, and we'll all get right. a room cool. like close to each other and hang out. And then, then they're going off to, like, Disney or something else afterwards, and we are not allowed to come, too. Excellent. So, I plan on going again. All right. So, Adam, what have you been up to, what have you been up to lately? Absolutely nothing. No, really. I mean, the the, the the audience doesn't know about you, so tell us about you. Um, like, who are you? What do you do? What is your life? What do you do with yourself? Well, it all started when I was born. <laughs> October 9th, 1991. And I just came out of the womb really fucking gay. I was a sophomore in high school. <laughs> That's fine. Um, I thought we were talking about me, but I guess we don't talk about you. <laughs> what did you, say? Did you say you came out and you were just really, really I gay? I was really gay. Um, I am a semi-pro woman. Um, Word, um, which means I'm a, pro- um, I guess I would say I'm a full time drag queen because I do work other jobs, but I put most of my time into being a drag queen. Yeah. Um, if I look miserable, this is an audio medium, but yeah. these guys can see that I look miserable. Um, I just did New Haven Pride on Saturday. Yeah. Performed twice there from noon to like eight thirty. And uh, for those who are not in the know, I wear a corset. <laughs> I, wear a I saw cor- the picture. I wear a corset for like five hours, and now I'm miserable. It's all right. We uh, we we we're we're, we're Renaissance people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you the, and those bitches understand. are constantly wearing yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I was immediately getting off uh, that corset for my second time performing. Okay, so you continued like I was immediately getting off. I'm like, oh, so it was a good weekend then. Oh no, not that. That's that's <laughs> not that's okay. So tell us about. Tell us about your persona. Um, my <clears throat> stage name is Giganta Smalls. Um, Giganta does come from Wonder Woman. Word. Um, and Smalls is because I'm hilarious and witty. Um, <laughs> people always want to ask me if, if it's because I'm into rap. And I'm like, do I look like I'm into rap? I'm a nice white lady from the forest. <laughs> um, I'm, not a re- I'm not a whole ass woman. I'm, I'm a boy underneath all of my makeup and hair. But you're actually, not, you're not a what did you just say? A whole ass woman. A whole ass woman. Um, I went to Kineticon this year for just a day, and I think every man I talked to thought I was a woman. You killing me, Smalls. I know. Okay. Um, you're killing me, Smalls. I just had to get it out there. I'm sorry. Thanks. Um. I went as Sexy Lady Bowser to Kineticon. Did you uh, really go yeah. Sexy Lady Bowser? Did uh, that work out well? Um, I looked great. No one understood what my costume was, and that was okay. Cause yeah, I, but you know what, though? Okay, so... I made it in, like, two days, a day. Yeah, but I, I will care. also say that... Um, and I, I, know, I know I have friends that, that like, do... That have, you know, are involved somewhat in Kineticon, or used to be. But a, this is going to sound really ridiculous and elitist. Ridic- I hate being like this, but That's I fine. am. Um... 
I have a special hatred in my heart for pop anime fandom. Yeah. Um, and that's all that con really has turned into. It really is. So it's really yeah. serving the lowest common denominator really, of nerd. I really... Oh, that's so ridiculously elitist and against everything that we talk about. Gonzo, tell me how toxic I am. You are toxic. I know. I'm just a okay. fucking gatekeeper. Um... But it was great because there were, like, usually I go, I've been to Kineticon and I'm the only drag queen there. And then this time they had a whole panel of drag queens who I'm all friends with, so I knew they were going to be there. Awesome. But um, I usually perform in Hartford, host my own show in Hartford. Um, and a lot of my stuff I do is, like, nerd related. Yeah. So I did, like, a new Super Drag Brothers show. Oh, that's what I'm doing. I did Super Drag Brothers. Next year will be new Super Drag Brothers, <laughs> which was all. Um, Smash Brothers drag. So that's where I was Sexy Lady Bowser. Yeah. Um, and I also did Wii Fit Trainer because that's just <laughs> funny. Um, and then my, oh, I've done, like, I did a Shakespeare one that wasn't so well. But, and, yeah, they don't always, they not always work? No, I did, uh, my first one I did was in January and it was Dragzilla. Mm -hmm. And that was good. I love Godzilla. Specifically, I love Mothra. But. So, have you seen the uh, preview to the King of Monsters movie? I have. I have, and I'm really excited. I was Mothra's really excited by that. I was really excited by that trailer. Like, that trailer in general. Did you see it? Joe wishes he was here. Yeah, well, you know what? He well, and I was, he, well, there's no giant monkey in that movie. Oh, yeah. He likes the giant yeah, monkey. Yeah, there's no giant monkey in that movie. No, this is all the Asian monsters. Yeah, there's no giant monkey. Um, no, I haven't seen the trailer. We should watch it. I'm not, we're not going to do it right now because we have a show, but like, it's super so excited good. by it. I mean, Millie Bobby Brown... I'll give her a break. Yeah, she's great. She's a little kid. but um, Well, that's that chick that I know the name of. She's yeah. 11 on Stranger Things. Oh, yeah, that's why I know the name um, of. She looks good in it. Um, well, she'll be fine. But she does look like she's taking the route of, I'm the kid that's going to be friends with the monsters. And that's my favorite kind of Godzilla. You, <laughs> remember, you remember Godzuki? I was waiting for a Godzuki uh, statement from me, Gonzo. I remember Godzuki. So, Godzuki. So, oh, Jesus Christ. Um, okay, so back uh, in the day, back in the day, there was a... Um, I think they used to like show it on Boomerang before yeah, the Cartoon Network cartoons got there going. There was in the a morning. cartoon, a, a Godzilla cartoon. He was the good guy. And he was the son of Godzuki. But he was on before that. Uh, before he, the cartoon, he was also oh. in one of the God, one, one of the Godzilla movies. Oh, I know him. It's Godzuki. <laughs> he's horrible. Yeah, he's, he's horrifying. He, yeah, he's terrifying. <laughs> but the problem is, he was even worse on the cartoon. <laughs> oh, see, at least he looks cute there. Right. But like Godzilla was a good guy in the cartoon. Right? He kind of yeah. just looks like Dilbert the dinosaur. Where they would just summon Godzilla to solve whatever yeah. other giant monster problem was going <laughs> on. Effectively, that's, that's what they do. Did in a lot of the Toho. Movies too. Yeah, yeah. Godzilla, Mothra, and Gamera are here to save the day. Well, you know, Mothra's always been the good guy. Mothra's the best. Yeah. She's so cool. Yep. I have right, a Mothra cause, cosplay. Because Mecha Godzilla, which isn't his real name, but that's the one that I know. Uh, he's like it's Mecha Gojira. He he went he like ran amok or something, right? Mecha Godzilla. I don't really. Or, or Mecha Gojira is not his real name. No, he has an actual like. No, he's Mecha Gojira. No, man, he's got a real name. I'm looking at him, to fucking. You know what? Wikipedia says his name is Goddamn Mechagodzilla. No, there was the other one. Have you looked at the Godzilla wiki? Sure. Let's look at the Godzilla wiki. For fuck's sake, that's where my life is. Mechagodzilla, Wikizilla, the Godzilla, Kong, and Gamera, and Kaiju wiki. I do. Uh, no, I he had a different uh, name. I think it's offensive that Mothra's not in that title. Oh, you'll get over it. <laughs> 
Um, but Mothra, what? Um, she... Do you mean Showa? No. What the fuck does that mean? No, that's oh, that's the series. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm an idiot. No, dude. Mothra walks out. Uh, she flies out of the trailer, looking the coolest. I think. She that trailer looks awesome. I'm really. Yeah. I mean, Ghidorah looks pretty fucking cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Of course. Well, Ghidorah is the bad I feel guy, but like still. Mothra. Well, I, I read some fan theory just based on the trailer. My actually, I'm, I'll be bringing back Dregzilla next year, and it comes out it's, relevant. It, yeah, yeah well it, done. It, I, well I was done. like, I got my show dates lined up from the bar, and he has the same date as the Godzilla two premiere, and I was like, I'm gonna do Dragzilla. Nice. Um, but um, uh, I couldn't find it. But I found it the other day when, or the other episode when I was talking to Joe about Godzilla canon. Was I not doing that? Did you come to the show drunk? Did you, I, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think you did. Like a couple weeks ago. All right. Because he was talking about Godzilla. I don't not believe you. How about that? Okay. I don't not believe you, and I'm sure. Because you know what the problem is? I don't listen to this show either, so I don't know. Okay, so. Excellent. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, I I know what I was going to do. I'm sorry. Do you have anything else? I just love Mothra. She's the best. So we'll move on to news. Hold on. Yay. It's like he's... That was terrifying. I don't like that. That just doesn't want to do it. That's way too slow. That's the problem. Is that the demons? <laughs> All right, so we're on to the news. <laughs> Adam looks confused and terrified. Um, All right, so um, you said you said you had something. Yeah, you I think I think for once in my life I may. Um, I guess I'll go first so Except that we can, looking at we, can pair them, we can pair them off. Um, this is from the Hollywood Reporter, September seventeenth, two thousand eighteen, because we just aggregate the news. We don't actually look for it. Brian Singer in talks to direct Red Sonia for <sighs> Millennium. Um, and just the headline says, The X-Men Apocalypse Helmer, who has battled bad PR, lawsuits, and continued scrutiny in the post-Me Too era, none of which seems to have stuck, would take the reins on a big screen adaptation of the 1970s comic book. Um, Adam, you seem to um, have an opinion. I just hate Brian Singer. I, what a scumbag. He really is. Um, first of all, I think all of his Me Too movement stuff has not taken off because mainstream America is still under the impression that gay men are just slutty. And mm-hmm. that's what that's the lifestyle that you choose when you choose to be gay. Um, Wait, it's a choice? The jury's still out on that. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, America... Being gay is not a choice. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I'm helping. Facts are facts, America. But um, not only is he a horrible person, he's a bad film director. I mean, he's directed some good films. 
I mean, yes, X Two is a good film. Well, I mean, I, I, apart from his X Men films, I mean, he he, mm-hmm. he directed the Usual Suspects, which is a great great movie. Okay, I'm really I'm really only familiar but with X Men work. But honestly, yes, X Two is a great movie. Yeah. Hey, we talked about Usual Suspects the other day too, mm-hmm. and how even though he's a scumbag, I'm still gonna love that fucking movie. Yeah. That was, yeah, yeah. Because America. Yeah. And the rest of the world, you can like someone's work, even if they're a shitty person. I've tried to have that discussion with people before as well. Um, it's like you know, yeah. Think about it though: artists, musicians, things like that. Yeah. If you didn't like some, if if you refuse to like their stuff because they were horrible, you would like nothing. Yeah. Because most artistic people, most famous people, somewhere are mm-hmm. horrible. Have done something horrible. Have been something horrible. Yeah. Unless they're Tom Hanks, you know. So he just go. wants to make you watch him pee. Alexandra Bullock. Yeah, but Sandra Bullock is terrible, so she, you know, oh, she may not be America's a terrible person, though. but Fred she's a Rogers. horrible, but Fred Rogers is a god. He is True. a paragon. Bob Ross. I'd like to think, but Bob Ross wasn't really an entertainer, although he was entertaining but as fuck. He, he was a human quaalude, but, you know, Bob Ross was. I know who oh, Bob okay. Ross is. Yeah. He's a saint. He was, we he were was too a saint. good. He was a saint. We, he, was, he, was he was too good too for good. us. Yeah. Um, so, okay. I'm not really familiar with Red Sonia as a character. Um, have you are you familiar with Conan the Barbarian? Yeah, I know that she's like Lady Conan. Kind effectively, of. yeah. Effectively, yeah. Um, that worries me because I don't know if anyone's ever watched a Brian Singer X Men film. The ladies have nothing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, Jean Grey, terrible adaptation. Famke Jensen was doing her best. Halle, ba- Halle Berry was just in the movie. Um, yeah, but you know what? Despite an Oscar, um, in my opinion, how. Hall- Halle Berry couldn't act her way out of. Oh the no, no, bag. she's not great. Um, um, she's trash. Like, but uh, yeah. and then Ellen Page, who I think is a good actress. Um, all she did was pout her way yeah, through that entire fucking yeah, movie. Because, well, because what do you think an elitist scumbag gay man thinks that young teenage girls do? Pout around, worry about boys. And I was like, this is not Kitty Pride. So the fact that it's a female, and then. You had what I consider to be the best female character in his original X-Men trilogy is Mystique. Yeah. Um, still in the third film, she, like, got depowered, was angry, and therefore, like, rebelled against her man, Magneto, because she's, what a woman scorned. Like, and then... It's almost like that stereotype about the, you know, the stereotype of the gay person who's quite obviously gay, but not like out of the closet to all their friends yet mm-hmm. so it's the whole you know sitting there at a bar and oh i bet she's got a nice vagina <laughs> it's like no buddy no that that's not actually i know you think you can't say i know that. i know you think you're fitting in but uh that's, just uh, reminds me. Of, you guys ever seen the forty-year-old virgin when they're all sitting around the poker yeah, table? Yeah, and yeah. he's never he's never had sex with the woman. Like, no, two bags of sand. <laughs> Who says two bags of sand? I don't know what what the what it's from, but it's Steve Buscemi. He's like, "What's up, fellow kids?" <laughs> yeah, the skateboard. Yeah, um, yeah but he's like, like, "Oh, geez, what does a what what does a teenage girl do?" Ah, uh, she pouts and yeah. has a. But also, Period, I guess. A, there was a lot of stories going around, specifically at like when X Men Apocalypse came out, that Brian Singer wouldn't allow any like X related media on the set. Like they didn't read the story, they didn't read the comic books, they didn't like the people who were brought onto that film to play characters weren't allowed to like research their character. 
Um, which I think is just bad form as a director, especially for a, a director of an adaptation. Um, but I, I didn't, I didn't, and I just, anyone who approves casting dinner for Lawrence and anything, I think is just, I, I mean, choice. honestly, I liked mystique at the end of X2 and it stopped from there. Yeah. Um, I don't know. The, the, and I'm sure it's because Jennifer Lawrence, you know, is Katniss, the, where they decided to make her a mutant hero. Yeah. And it's like, no. Well, here's the thing. Mystique no, no, has no. never been a nice person. No. She's a horrible person. Yeah. She has moments that, that make you that, like her. Like, for example, she gave birth to a demon spawn and then left it. Yeah. Like, like this is a horrible person. Well, there's moments that make you like her. I mean, it was a demon spawn. It was like, night, But it was Nightcrawler. Oh, that's the incredible Nightcrawler. Um, also a terrible, uh, two terrible adaptations. Um, even though one was Alan Cumming. I'm like, I don't know. Um, but I, I don't know. Maybe they won't pick him. Because Joss Whedon was also attached to Batgirl, right? He's not gay, but he's, I think he's also a, a bad writer of women sometimes. Buffy was like the flash in the pan, but like. I don't know. He, he I'd say he's, um, I, I think for a dude. He does. I think he he well, does ladies a little bit more justice than a lot of dudes do. But I do. think he does do some things that are not great with women, Joss Whedon. But like, sure. Like I, his Black Widow and Avengers too. I thought was really bad. Well, he didn't. I, I, but I I feel like they don't know what to do with Black Widow, and people want Black Widow well, to have a movie because all the rest of them had movies. But here's the thing: no one wants to see a Black Widow movie. People think they want and to see like, a Black oh, Widow well, movie. Oh well, but 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 we want a we want a, a a girl's role model. Yeah, but you don't take a character like Black Widow and say to girls, yeah. "This is who you should be." Hi, here's this, and I'm sorry. This is what this is the way the character is written. Mm-hmm. Here is a government assassin that yeah. uses sex as a weapon. Yeah. Now doing a and works for Bond a dude style movie works for a dude like literally yeah. murders at the behest of one guy yeah but doing a Bond style movie with Black Widow I think would be cool but not like a feminist girl power doing Atomic Blonde or whatever yeah. other fucking movie Scarlett Johansson yeah. has done that where she's like look guys I can be a Black Widow movie. Actually, I think Charlize Theron was an Atomic Blonde. She was an Atomic Blonde, but what was the other one? Um, Lucy. I didn't see that fucking movie. Oh, yeah. Well, and then also when she was trying to, you know, take roles from Asian women for Ghost in the Shell. We had that discussion last time, yeah. Um, And then, you know, Scarlett Johansson should play Rachel Dolezal, and that's all I think. (laughs) Um, But, I mean, they could get a good writer on Red Sonja. They could get a good actress to play Red Sonja. But I don't think she'll be that cool of a character if... And also, like, what is she going to come... Is She's not... Is she... What is Conan licensed under? That's not... He's his own thing. He's his own thing? Yeah. So, I mean, I guess that would be cool, but... The Redstone... Redstone, did she already have a movie? She had a movie back in the 80s right with after... Bridget Nielsen? With Bridget Nielsen. Yeah. yeah, and that's dreadful. Yeah, well, I mean... Well, I Bridget mean, Nielsen. And, yeah, but still, like, you know... Besides, Brigitte Nielsen is one of my favorite villains in a oh, movie she's ever. A great bad guy. In, in fucking, you ever seen Beverly Hills Cop Two? No, but it sounds fabulous. See that movie? She was the bad guy in Beverly Hills Cop Two. I love 2. that. You ever see the first Beverly Hills Cop? No, but I. You, Eddie Murphy's funny as shit. Those movies are hysterical. You should see them. Just the first two. It's eighties. I know it's eighties style. You're like, oh, I watch a fucking fucking eighties movie. Trust oh, me. I mean, I watch an old movie. I don't yeah, care. It's fucking an old movie. What? Whatever. See, for me, an old movie is like. 
Casablanca. You know, like the movie's that's also in, yeah. an old movie. That's a like, really old movie, I know. Uh, All right, so moving on. Gonzo, what's your story? All right, so um, it's actually almost fuck like really that. relevant. So when did this come out? Well, this was posted on the 13th, so four days ago. Pretty new. No, I don't like it. It sounds like Joe running down his batteries. That was too fast. <laughs> All right, what do you got? So, <clears throat> first one was terrible. So, as of uh, September 13th, 2018. That one sounds like Joe's trying to tell you to use Z targeting. <laughs> yeah. Press Z or R twice. So, um,. There was new concept art posted to Twitter with regards to SpaceX's BFS. Oh. Which is the uh, first stage, well, the upper stage of the BFR. Yeah. Which I still don't, I know that it has a real acronym meaning, but every time I hear BFR, I just think it stands for Big Fucking Rocket because it's a big fucking rocket. <laughs> it's a big fucking rocket. This is, if you I don't know did, what this is. Uh, so this is SpaceX's planned, like, Mars transit. You know, transit. You know what SpaceX is? No. SpaceX is um, it's Elon, it's Elon Musk. Musk. Elon Musk's... Uh, oh, he also seems like a douchebag. It's, it's his initiative to... Better him than Jeff Bezos. Correct. Jeff Bezos, who uh, Owns is Amazon. a legitimate, like, supervillain. He's a fucking supervillain, yeah. Most of them are. But so... Um, so this is... The BFR is his planned Mars transit rocket for, like, manned missions to Mars. So I'm still fairly convinced BFR stands for Big Fucking Rocket. Mm-hmm. Because it is planned to be a big fucking rocket. Those never go well. Like, hasn't he seen any movie? No, it actually it went really well for the majority of the Apollo program. Yeah. Uh, the, the Soviet N1 program did not go so well. I, I, we're not going to turn this you one know into a big lesson on on space history. I was going to say, you know, when uh, when when uh, what was his name? Um, Which one? Nazi Who? rocket scientist. Uh, Werner von Braun. Werner von Braun. When, when when he worked on the rockets, usually had a pretty good success yeah, rate. And we poached him in Operation Paperclip. Oh, it we was did great. more than poach him, but yeah, we great. It was great. We, we got him over him, here. Grabbed him before the Russians did. And uh, I swear that, like, in the last ten minutes before they actually rolled the. Uh, the first Saturn rocket out, they realized, shit, maybe we should paint over these swastikas here. <laughs> and Werner's in the back, like, and this is shamelessly stolen from last podcast on the left. Yeah. Werner's in the back, but without the power of the swastika, how will the real energy power us to the stars? <laughs> it's like, no, no, Werner, we, we, we agreed that we were going to call this rocket fuel now, not real. <laughs> um, so You're a nerd. I am. You're a fucking nerd. I can't take credit for that entire tangent. That's straight up from, uh, from, from I believe it was the secret space agency episode. When we start quoting movies, that's one thing. We start quoting other people's podcasts. We've really gone too far. Yeah, well. So continue your story. So, yeah, without getting into a whole history of uh, space Space programs and everything, because. And suddenly, the bigger the rocket is, kind of the better. Jesus Christ. So, they... I heard that. <laughs> I was waiting for it. There it is. For it. But so, they released an announcement saying that they had found the first um, private passenger for a 
I'm not going to answer this phone call right now. I don't know why you're calling me at you know what? Go <laughs> 9 o'clock at night. Go away. I'm just ignore. Go away. It's 9 o'clock at night on a Monday. Why are you calling me? Um, and we never got through the just, article. No, I'll get there. So they posted an announcement stating that they had found the first privately funded passenger for a round the moon trip okay. in the in the BFS first stage. Mm-hmm. And along Is with that BFS big fucking shuttle. I honestly think that it might be because okay. the new concept art for it looks a lot like the a, a lot like a space shuttle. Okay. And um so I don't have a comparison image for you right here. But yeah, I know I missed a call. I ignored it. Thank you, phone. So what we see now in the new art, and Elon has confirmed that this is the official new design. Big Falcon spaceship. It's big fucking spaceship. It's big. Fa- it's big fucking spaceship. And the BFR is big fucking rocket. Big fucking rocket. I mean, come on. This is Elon Musk here. Yeah. No, I know. Elon Musk has that kind of a sense he, of humor. He sounds like a supervillain. Oh no, he, he, he. Yeah, he is. See, he's a different kind of supervillain than say like. Uh, Vladimir Putin. Okay. Um, Vladimir Putin is like the first three or four James Bond movies. Elon Musk is like the next couple of James Bond movies. Um, uh, I don't know how familiar we are James Bond, but like, you know, the first couple of movies, the Russians were the bad guys. And yeah. It was like kind of like Russian overlord type thing. Yeah. And then you got to Blofeld and then later who was like kind of like Dr. Evil. Yeah. That's, Elon Musk is more Dr. Evil than he is. Yeah. I see. All right. Anything else? On that? Yes, a lot, but... Oh, continue. The person that I just uh, sent to voicemail decided to send me a text asking, Did you just send me to voicemail, motherfucker? Yes, I'm recording a podcast, motherfucker. Okay. It's JP. Oh, fuck that guy. So, um, so the changes that are, that are noticeable is it's got three wings now instead of just two fins. Okay. Uh, the bottom two delta wings sort of appear like they have some sort of a hinge mechanic on them. Okay. So they may be able to fold into the body, or that might just be to pivot them as like a sort of... I forget the actual name for the... But pivot the entire wing as a control surface. Okay. Um, They've brought back the giant front canopy window. Okay. That everyone really loved, because it's really... It's really science fiction looking. Oh, I'm not... No, I didn't want to click on the app i want fuck off reddit i wanted to show you the picture but it's it's really science fiction looking well you can't really show a picture during a podcast well so. i want to show you a picture you would get a kick out yes of it. but you know we can look at it later so um there's also a bit of new hardware up at the front that wasn't there before that's probably some sort of a grid fin or or a uh, other sort of control surface that wasn't there in the previous images so what is your what is your? How do you feel about this? Tell me, like, what are your what are your opinions on it? I don't know. It's fucking cool. We got this thing that's going to Mars. Do you think eventually. it's actually going to happen? Yeah, eventually. I think that they're going to lose out to the. Um, oh, what was the other thing called? The other, the one that I think NASA's working on for their their Mars transit. Oh, are they really? Yeah, uh, everyone's. Ba- this is the new space race kind of going yep. on now. Is yep. is the race to to set these Mars transit systems up. All right. Um, so 
unfortunately, because they've changed this design now so late in the game, too, it's going to push them a I bit behind. Gonna, yeah, move there. Um, but it's still, it looks really kind of interesting. Of course, they still have to get the BFR the big you know, fucking squared, squared away. They need to get that tested. Then this has to be human rated for, for space flight and everything. So I'm just curious about something real quick, the BFR. It is considered the Big Falcon rocket. So yes, it's also it's Big Falcon big rocket. Fucking rocket. So I'm looking through, so is that it? Um, well, the only other real like notable change that I'm, I'm curious to watch the development on mm-hmm. was originally they were going to have seven engines on this thing, and there were going to be uh, four vacuum engines and three like atmospheric engines uh-huh. because the nozzle geometry has to change based on pressure. So you can either optimize for... for. Uh... All right, fine. No, fuck it. I'm done. No, no, no. Nope. No, no. Keep talking about nozzle. I'm telling you, because there's no better time for... No! no that's why I was done. Ah. You know what? I think it's awesome. No more news. I don't know. I thought it was awesome. Um, so I'm poking through here real quick, and I'm looking at news, and I'm looking at a new release, and there's a Blu-ray review, a new Blu-ray review. And I actually... I think I have someone here perfect to ask about this. So, September 17th again. Um, there's a Blu-ray review on the Hocus Pocus 25th Anniversary oh, Edition. Okay, explain to me. Hocus Pocus is a shitty movie. It is not a good movie. Why do the gays love Hocus Pocus? Explain <sighs> to me. Is it just because of Bette Midler? I mean, it's, explain it to me. Because Hocus Pocus that, like, is in no way, shape, or form entertaining. That schlocky, like, but, like, out of the schlocky, like, 90s live-action Disney movies, Hocus Pocus is in the upper echelon of those. But, like, it is the camp factor. It's the... Well, because, first of all, gays love witches. Why do gays love witches? Well, because witches are symbols of, like, queer and female empowerment. Okay. And so they... Uh, Bette Midler as a witch, sign the gays up. Kathy Najimy as a witch on a vacuum cleaner, sign the gays up. Okay. And also, Bette Midler and Kathy Najimy. And, like, I think... Cause I and just, they do their best to uh, to to make up the horse face that is Sarah Jessica yeah. Parker. Um, Bitch I looks like a horse, Gonzo. Didn't... A horse. Yeah. Ferris is fucking a horse. Yeah. God. I didn't like um, Hocus Pocus as a kid. Uh-huh. It was weird. It was like on a level of creepy that I didn't like as a child. Yes. Probably because you saw a fucking cat die, on a, a talking cat die in a Disney film. I don't know. I haven't seen that movie in fucking 30 years um, or 20, 25 And then you see it years. get reanimated back to life. And I was like, no, absolutely that's, that's not. pretty fucked up. Um, Have you seen this movie? Um, I think like on TV, mm-hmm. but I don't think I've actually said. I, you know what? I may sit down and watch it. But I think it sounds really, like something I could. You just get want to into. see a cat die. No, not just that. But it really, a, I think, is I down like, to Bette Midler and Kathy Najimy. Is it because they're selling the shit out of this movie? Like okay. I, I like campy. Yeah, it is ha- especially campy. Halloween movies. Yeah. It gets me in the mood. Bette Midler, and it might be that '90s kid Halloween, on, like uh, Eleven, the whole time. Okay, so living Ga- her best life. So Gonzo, I'm going to yeah. show you something real quick. Why don't you take a look at this? Yeah. See that picture, right? Yeah. Okay. See that picture? Yeah. Okay. I know it's a vis- it's, it's not a visual medium. Oh. Um, that was good. That is a picture, a headshot of Joaquin Phoenix from the new Joker movie. 
How do you feel? Is that a movie about the Joker? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I just saw be like, playing the Joker. an ad for that today yeah. for the first time. Yeah. So, um, I've heard like a couple rumblings about some of the on-set pictures where he hasn't even been in the makeup. He hasn't been in the makeup. And that it, it's kind of got this creepiness to it. I still don't really know how I feel about it. Okay. I'm it sure like, I'll wind up I don't know anything it. about it. Is it like an origin story for I, the Joker? I'm sure it's an origin story. I think that makes him way less scary. Well, DC See, has gotten around to saying that there's three canonical Jokers. There like There have been jokers, three yes. people okay, who are the well, Joker. That is what Batman learned on the chair. Yeah, That will be... Retconned out, I'm sure eventually. Well, it was basically work. their way of justify of, yeah. of merging everything, of saying that they, you know, for explaining how there have been three very uh-huh. different types of jokers. Well, the answer is there's been three jokers in, in, in history. Okay, and well, I'm sure when that's not convenient for the plot right. anymore, they'll right. fix it. Yeah, okay. But I'll tell you what, that's Welcome one of the DC. That's yeah. one of the ways that you fit. That's one of the way that you know, if, you, if you're trying to keep keep together your cinematic universe, mm-hmm. which is a completely different conversation. I don't want to have it today. That's how you fix your Joker problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have the older one show up, or a new one show up, or something more Jokery show up. Yeah, well, Heath Ledger's dead, so. <laughs> I thought that. Yeah, but Nicholson's not. No, he's not. And I think we discussed in the, the last episode that I was on that yeah. I thought that Jesse Eisenberg was unfortunately not cast as the Joker. Yeah, especially in that movie, I could have seen it. Yeah, because he his whole his whole mechanization of his plan was very Joker to me. Yeah. Um. But anyway, I think he's trash. Or kind of riddlery. Yeah, he was not, riddlery. He was Joker. more riddler than Joker. Well, I think he was more like charismatic. Yeah. But the whole like to me, it wasn't a riddle. It was all like a joke. Yeah. So. Yeah. But, okay, I'll buy that. Um. But uh, yeah, he's not the greatest. Um. But I think Joaquin Phoenix is a good actor. I do think Joaquin Phoenix. So, is a good and actor. they wanted him to play Doctor Strange. Yeah. He grew up in the Children of God cult. Yes, he did. Which. I only just now am remembering because I've been listening to and those he episodes in, of another podcast. Um, and he was in he was in, in in earlier films. He wasn't he wasn't Joaquin Phoenix. Mm-hmm. He was Leaf Phoenix, mm-hmm. and that's when he was originally. His brother was River Phoenix, mm-hmm. Leaf Phoenix. Yeah. So. Oh. All right. Well, that's the news. It's and a really fucked up cult. Don't look into it. I think we kind of did things backwards, it. which was really interesting. A little bit. I think we did kind of we ended up doing what ended up being the meat of the show early, and then yeah. did news. So you want to move on to letters? Uh, sure. How, well, what are we at? And have we been recording this whole time? We've been recording the entire time. We're currently at 58, sec- uh, 58 minutes and 41 seconds. 58 okay. whole minutes. All right. Wow. All right. So let's... let's we can move on to letters. Let's go then. ahead and move on to some letters. Um, and of course, we'll start letters like we always do. Let's make sure the volume's not too loud. And... All right. Do we start with Doug or do we... Start with Sam. No, we start with Doug. I don't really remember our format. So, uh, Doug emails us uh, from couchgrouches at gmail.com. And we turn that down before we get a copyright infringement. Um, let it play like the whole way last time. Yeah, that was accidental. Um, Doug asks, says, uh, hello, Grouches. Hi, Doug. Uh, what's your favorite thing about the change in season from summer to fall? We'll start with Mike so hard to pick one. Uh, Give me a few. All the horrible little insects go back to hell where they belong. <laughs> um, and I like being able to wear like a t-shirt under a jacket. Sure. And not being too hot, not being too cold. It just 
It's more convenient for me. Adam? Um, I don't know. Really? Yeah. Um, do you like Do you like autumn I, more than summer? I prefer autumn to summer. Okay. It's not as hot. Okay. Um, all the annoying people that come into Michael's with their children. <laughs> oh, God. Gone. I work at Michael's Arts and Crafts yeah. as well as being a part-time woman. Oh, then, then, then fall's got to be hell on earth. Fall's hell on earth, but at least it's not with children. Oh, that's and I point. like children. Yeah, but so, still. But like, yeah. God, things are fucking terrible. <laughs> um, and yeah, bugs are gone. Um, that's really out. I think the for me, the return of my seasonal depression. Indeed, I, I like being able to. Um, I look forward to that. I had a couple of things. I like being able to <laughs> sleep. I like being able to sleep with the window open. Um, I like the fact that fall is the time of year that my body hurts the least. You know, barometric pressure is just right. Everything mm-hmm. like that. It's really good. Uh-huh. So, I mean, I don't know. And the other thing I like about the season, uh, the change in season from summer to fall, um, I despise the summer. Um, I really do. I, I hate hot it's weather. Too hot. Um, I don't like super sunny weather. Um, I was really, honestly, I, 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 I'm, I guess I'm still just gothy mode at, at heart because I totally should live in the Pacific Northwest because, you know, Rain all the time really kind of uh, you know mm-hmm. appeals. It's to calming. Me. Sun yeah. is too energetic. Yeah, so I all like right. I like the cold better than the heat. Yeah, the way I see it, you can always put more layers on. Absolutely, there's no like you amount. Can't take your skin off. Yeah, exactly. Right. There's no amount of layers that you, you where it's like oh I wish I could put a blanket on but I'm already wearing a jacket. No, you put the blanket on. The summer, once you get down to skin and it's still too hot, what are you gonna do? His next question is, if you had one type of wine to drink from now until eternity, what would it be? I don't drink alcohol. Yeah, you don't drink at all, I know. Yeah. Yeah. I like mead. Mead is technically wine, I'll, so. I'll, I'll buy it. Um, if I had to pick one type of wine, I think, um, Doug, you may be overestimating my my uh, my wine palate. Um, I would say one type of wine to drink from now to eternity. Um, I don't know. A $12 red table wine. I don't know. I like, like... I don't know, the red one. Cabernet is nice. Shiraz is nice. Pinot Noir is nice. I'm very boring with wine. Um, to drink until it's... I like red wine more than more than white wine. There we go. So something red goes well with a steak. If you had to pick a sport to play, you and you'd be astronomically great at it, what it would be. Now, keep in mind, Doug, like us, he, he looks like us. He looks like one of us. So... I'm sure that this it, it, it's an interesting question, but like, don't think like Doug is some kind of, you know, like Uber jock or anything like that. If you had a, to pick a sport to He's play, not. and would be astronomically good at it, what would it be? Mine would be competitive pinball. Is that a sport? It is now. All right. Fine. Dodgeball. Go. All right. Um, fencing. That's a sport. There you go. Fencing. I'd be a world class fencer. It's an Olympic event. It's a sport. I'm not arguing. Um. And shit, I'll take it a step further. If we're going to go fucking Olympic, you really want an answer? Not only do I want to be good at fencing, I want to be good at saber-style fencing, which is its own metal. I, I know. I know. I used to fence. Say curling. Say curling. Oh, no, do curling, yeah. yeah. That's actually a good sport to be phenomenal at because I don't understand it. But it's <laughs> hypnotic to watch. Adam, yeah. sport. You can think of organized. Don't, don't be that person. I don't like the sports ball. Fine, you don't like the sports ball. One sport to play that you'd be asked if you could be astronaut- um, sorry, astronomically I took curling great at it. away from you. 
I wouldn't have picked curling. I'm like I'm terrible at everything that's competitive. So um, it doesn't have to be competitive. And I hate moving. Yes, but keep in mind, you would be astronomically great at this. Yeah, but like, like, I would love to move. You'd be preternaturally. Okay, so darts, <laughs> esports, bowling. I do like esports. Well, there you um, go. Bowling. <laughs> I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick Super Smash. Brothers. I knew that was coming. Yeah, I knew that was gonna be the answer. It counts. Uh, People make money for that nowadays. They do. They do. A it's lot true. of money. Um, as long as you don't say Fortnite. So, yeah, really. So Doug did leave me questions for last week. Uh-huh. Because he because I was going to do it solo. Should we do those as well? Yeah, sure, why not. All right. So these were kind of pointed towards me, but I'll let, you know, you guys jump in. I uh, goes, "One, when you're planning and running a D&D campaign, how do you appropriately paint the picture and find the creativity to build your own world?" If you're someone who just uses modules, how do you paint someone else's picture? I find that I'm struggling to pull together a cohesive world and idea to effectively make a campaign real. Hmm. You want to jump in that first because you've 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 been you've been running games lately. Yeah. So well, and I run modules because I don't mm-hmm. have the time to build a world mm-hmm. or necessarily the creative chops to build a world. How do you put your own spin on it? Uh, so it just doesn't feel like you're reading out of a book. I mean, which I know you you don't just read out of a book. And ha- half the time, it's kind of just, I'll sit there and I'll think, I, you know, what What would make me engaged with this character if I were on their side? And, you know, sometimes it's just a strange mannerism that you, you kind of adopt there as you're playing that character as the GM. Or even just, you know, th- there have been plenty of, throwaway background characters that of course the fucking players want to interact with so you just throw on a silly voice and eventually you make the, them get bored of talking to the characters and fuck them off but you know it's how what would interest me playing it okay you know what would, what would keep my attention okay. there adam do you play dungeons and dragons no have you ever played dungeons and dragons no would you be interested in playing dungeons and dragons at some point okay we might be able to make that happen. How about you, Jim? Do I play Dungeons and Dragons? I've been known to play Dungeons no, no, and Dragons from time to time. Answering his question there. Oh shit, that's a good question. Um, okay, so that wasn't a question for me; it was for you in the right. first place. How do I appropriately paint the picture? Um, so I, um, world building is one of my favorite things on the face of the earth. I love to build worlds. I'd love to tell stories. So um, I work really hard. Um, very quickly to um, draw people into my world with something that's familiar. Um, I don't try to, and you know this, I don't try to run like something esoteric. Like I might build this big, giant, goofy world, but I'll try to peep, to pepper it with things that'll make it accessible to people, either tropes or devices and things like that to get people It's in. a very tropey game. But the one that good. I'm running for you is very tropey, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so his next question, final question, I guess this is just to me, um, because I don't think it applies to either one of you. He goes, what are you nervous about being a first-time parent? To be clear, you're an amazing person, and your wife is as well. The oh, kid's going you. to be a positive addition to this world. What am I nervous about? Everything. Everything. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm worried about the initial physical thing, like, you know, when the kid's still in the larval stage. I'm really looking forward to no, getting... No, that's the best time because no, no, their, no. their bones are still malleable. Right. They're not hard to break them. But what I'm looking for... No, they're easy to break, but they're quick to heal. 
what I'm looking the thing I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to is the end of the larval stage, the end of the a stiff wind will kill the child stage. Like I, I'm looking forward to no longer being worried if the child is going if he's going to die in his sleep from sleep. You know, once they're a couple, you know, once he's like, you know, year, year and a half, once he's got a little bit of mileage on him, then I'll be less paranoid about that type of thing. Jamie's just walked in. She's like, you're talking about my child. What are you saying? Talk about what I'm nervous about. I'm just, I'm looking forward to not being worried about just a stiff wind blowing the kid over and killing him. That's what if all. he comes out and is a jock? So, okay. I, I, we have had this thought and it's, you know, it makes me think of a Pat Oswald thing going, you know, you know, for all I know, the kid's going to be a football player well, and he's going to be like, him no matter what he is. yeah, Even if he's a hey dad, hey dad, I threw your Blade Runner gun up on the roof. Get up there, fatty. So like, you know, I, I, I can see that happening and being like a big fucking like jock. You brought up the Blade Runner blaster. That reminded me of two things. What? One, at Dragon Con, there was this vendor and his entire thing was selling resin casts of re resin replica weapons of all types, including... Blade Runner blaster, including like resin replica Lord of the Rings swords and all this stuff. And it was really cool. And I didn't buy anything from it, but it, I had never considered that as a thing that people would, I figured you could buy it online, Yeah, but sure. that you couldn't just walk into a space and see all these things on display. It was real cool. Second thing it reminded me of is turns out that one of the, the uh, like shooting range simulator games on, yeah. the, on the Vive yeah it's got all these fucking guns in it had a working Blade, Blade Runner, Runner blaster in the, it the, the, and the I couldn't trigger. figure out where the thermal clip goes on it <laughs> I figured out where the battery goes and I figured out how to open the cylinder and, and, and put the like everything together but there was a thermal clip and I don't know where it goes so I might have to research that I got upset and wound up just throwing it over my shoulder so it's been a uh so I gotta say we've been we've been gone for a couple of weeks, so that usually tends to mean that people don't send a lot of stuff. But um, we do have uh, an email, or actually have a, a, a question um, from uh, Facebook uh, and from uh, the old reliable Sam. So we do actually have a, a, we have our theme song for Sam as well. I'm too sexy for my love. So this too is for sexy Sam. for my love. Love's going to leave. So Sam gets to us from uh, our Facebook page at Couch Grouches. Um, so Sam says, my question for this week is inspired by an old love of mystery novels. Mm -hmm. It is, how would you pull off the perfect murder? The more absurdly complex and elaborate the scheme, the better. Adam. Hi. How would you pull off the perfect murder? Um, I'm liking your Facebook page. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you're not couches, grouches, you're couch. We're couch, grouches. we're at couch, grouches, yeah. Um, oh, I already liked it. Okay. Um, I don't know. I'm not like a murderous person, so I don't really think that it's a lot. I just finished watching, because oh, I'm poor, I spend all my money on trying to look like a fake cartoon lady. Um, that I don't play a lot of games, mm -hmm. so I watch Let's Plays on YouTube. Um, okay. I just finished watching Let's Play of Danganronpa. Okay. 
um, which is all murder. It's yep. very high stress. Um, so whatever they didn't do in that game, <laughs> I would probably try. But I also there's two sequels, so I have to figure that out. Um, I don't know. I guess there's like the old thing about like you kill someone in New York and you drop off a piece of their body in all the boroughs. Okay. Um, that's like the, the, the tried and true, I guess. But um, I don't know. Don't kill people. That's not nice. Um, I would totally strangers on a train it. Yeah, like I would go and I would you know get start ta- like start fa- talking to people you know like befriending people, and eventually you find somebody that wants to off somebody, and then you kind of give them the proposition you know the crisscross proposition, and then you you know you got no motive you know it's easy to pop an alibi and boom there you go, I think that's what I would do. I'm not original though, so. but I I answered second because I know Gonzo. That you have been thinking about this. Let's not get incriminating. I've been thinking about it because I happened to read the question <laughs> no, when you, Sam said it. Because you read the in. question. Okay, All no, right. No, no, it no, no. sounds yes. really bad when you say that I've been thinking about this. Um, oh, she just got peanut butter in a spoon? She got fucking ice cream. Is that ice cream? It looked like peanut butter from here. It's like a gelato. Oh. Is it peanut butter gelato? No. Oh. You, 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 you didn't get me one? You had ice cream earlier. You had ice cream earlier? Yeah, but I had Halo Top. Well, that's your problem. <laughs> I want ice cream. I ain't got one. I'm eight months pregnant. Don't look at me like that. Gonzo, pl- plan your murder. Be real, real, real descriptive. I'll be taking notes. Nah. Nah, there's a baby in there. I can't <laughs> let you do that. Oh, we'll wait. Don't no, worry. I can't let you no, do no, that. No, 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 no. I'll wait. No. I'll wait. No. November will be here before. Them you know titties it. not giving milk, Jim. <laughs> you don't got them. <laughs> that baby's got to be living. I don't know. Am I having a stroke? <laughs> None of these words is words. <laughs> Your murder gun. <laughs> Hi, Jamie. I got you. Uh, all right. So, mm, well, like. God, it, it's so much easier before, like, DNA profiling and everything. <laughs> because, I mean, then you could just jump, uh, uh, just dump a John Doe, and they never know who it is. You know, you would pull the teeth or, like... Cut the hands well, off. Well, you, you, you would, like, grind the fingerprints off and cut the head off, probably pulverize the head, you know, so that there's no recognizable bone fragments or teeth, and... The, you, Destroy all the identity on the body and everything. You cut their feet off, too, because they got record of that. But now they could just, like, pull a tissue sample and run it through the Ancestry.com or 23andMe database and just be like, oh, well, we found this. Hey, hey, family, have you been missing a cousin? Because we found a body, and he matches all of your family's DNA. So you you don't really have this John Doe sort of scenario all that Okay, that so, much so anymore. you don't know so, John Doe. So the trick yeah. here is um, you would have to not be like, you need no connection to it. Because that's the hardest murder And that's to why catch. I'm going with the strangers in a train thing. That's I'm one, telling you. 100% yeah. the hardest murder Are you familiar with strangers in a train? Uh, I know the name, but I don't it's, know. It's a Hitchcock movie, and basically it's two guys meet in a train, and one guy convinces the other guy oh, to yeah. kill, or he doesn't convince him. They talk about, you know, you kill my father, if you kill my wife 
and the guy goes and they also they made a parody kind of a half parody of it called Throw Mama from the Train as well, which is yeah. a really funny movie. Um, so there you go. I mean, yeah. So that's that's basically what it is. So like, and you see this in real world serial killer cases that, uh, like, I can't remember his name. The Sacramento Vampire, um, Richard Chase. Richard, Richard Chase. Chase. Yeah. Uh, you know the cops who started to investigate. They didn't really have a place to begin because they just found this woman murdered in her house, and it was a brutal, horrible mess. But there was no nobody who had motive, nobody related to her who would have done this. They checked everything, and once you get past that, for because such a high percentage of murders are done by if people you're familiar with, you know, people that the victim knows, family members or friends. Once they get past that first uh, layer, if you've if you've cleaned up after yourself, you could get away with it. So, but let's see here. The question was like, design my ideal one. Yes, the more absurdly and complex the scheme, the better. I am a huge fan of the sort of H. H. Holmes murder hotel room, where you've got you've spent all of this time building this hotel with hallways that go nowhere doors into just blank walls and you've run gas lines into the each of the hotel rooms on a certain floor so every now and again when you get the itch you just turn on one of the gas lines they die in their sleep you open up the false wall toss them in a chute that goes to the basement that body and bones dissolve in in lime pits pits of quick lime in the basement and what doesn't dissolve, you chuck into the incinerator, and it's just—it's very, uh, very super villainish. Like you need some serious capital to, to yeah, you, you to do make your murder house and, work. Yeah, and uh, I could also go. I was always thinking the other thing you could do. He is, did a lot of it yeah. by borrowing on credit, than just killing his creditors. Right. The other thing I was always thinking about doing was, um, um, you ever seen the movie Snatch? I don't think so. It's a really funny movie. But there's a character in there who, um, he owns a pig farm, mm-hmm. and he disposes of bodies by feeding them, because pigs, starved pigs will eat anything. Mm-hmm. And they eat bone and flesh pretty quickly. Now, Robert Picton used to do things like that. Right. Um, but then he also, like... Adam's looking at us like, what am I sitting at? He also butchered a, a couple I'm not even at a couch anymore. B... Yeah, this, this is not is what I signed up for. It's the, the subject's been broached many times. Uh, you know what? When, when I have money for um for boom mics and stuff like that, we will go back to the couch. Okay. The really the, the main reason is because I mean you can do it at the couch, but the problem is is the mics they don't they don't pick up as yeah. well. So uh, yeah, no, I like sort of the elaborate, you know, almost like Clue style. Yeah, no, just, I don't know. Having a whole murder contraption is kind of. Kind of fun. All right. Is that is that a way that people describe murder is kind of fun? Is that normal? I, I don't know. What is normal? What yeah. is normal? And with that, I think what we'll do is we will uh, call that. Um, so, Adam, Woof. what did you think about your uh, your 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 first co-hosting of, of Couch Crouches? It was pretty fun. Yeah. I had a good time. You're like, hey, maybe next time we'll actually have a subject. Yeah, maybe. But like, you know, who's counting? Yeah, really. Um, so what's going on in your life? Like what's what's coming up? Let's um, let's let's p- plug some my shit. Next, Where's Gigantic Smalls gonna be next? Where in the world? Um, my next big big show is at Shayast in Hartford and 
It'll be, it's October 20th. Um, I'll be hosting a show featuring Miss Vanjie from season 10 of RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, the gay internet phenomenon. Um, other than that, my next show, uh, tickets for that are available at shayas.com. That's, yeah. Um, my next show is, uh, League of Extraordinary Drag Queens. Okay. Um, that is November 30th, also at the Shayas. Okay. And you can follow my adventures at gigantismalls.com, where you can also buy t-shirts. You have swag on Gigantismalls? I do. I have Gigantismalls t-shirts on gigantismalls.com. And, uh... Hey, so what's the deal with the Babadook? How does that fit in? Okay, so the Babadook was, um, accidentally listed under LGBT movies on Netflix uh-huh. for a hot minute. But they, like, they're like, oh shit, we messed up. But then the gays were like, yes, the Babadook! <laughs> and then Hulu, because Hulu is smart, mm-hmm. they changed the um, the like the screen count for Babadook mm-hmm. on Hulu to have like instead of like the blood dripping down, it was like a rainbow color. <laughs> so then everyone took off, and then the Babadook was like, I don't know. And then drag queens got a hold of it, and they just took it. They just took it. it yeah. Baba Shuck. Um. So if anybody wants to do bookings, they can they can book you off the site yes, as well. I can, I can do birthday parties, private okay. events. Um. And uh, you're also available at um, gigantasmalls at gmail dot com. Yep. Okay. Um. And I'm on Facebook, Twitter. I was gonna say, are you are you at gigantasmalls on Twitter? I'm gigantasmalls on Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, Instagram. Um. You, I'm on YouTube, um, Venmo, if you want to just give me money. <laughs> um, and that's really it. All right, no, that's awesome. Um, Gonzo, what do you got coming up next? So when, when is, when is uh, what, what's, your, what's your next booking? <laughs> booking? Like, what's going on here at Rocky Horror? Uh, yeah, so, I mean, there's obviously going to be more, more on that as it comes up closer and closer, but we, we've got, what, the first... Weekend in October is uh, our opening weekend in Deep River. Okay. Which is not so bad for those of you that live in this part of the world. Uh, it's a little worse from here, but... Yeah, I so, yeah. If well, you're along Route 9, it's a nice, easy drive. It's not terrible. Deep River's not too bad. It's better than, it's better than Stafford Springs. Ah, for you, maybe. Stafford Springs is going to be For you, it's down the street. Um, I will be... Uh, Probably directing my last piece for a while. I'm doing a um, a one night one act. I'm directing at um, Little Theater of Manchester um, on October 9th um, with that's evenings at seven. Um, and that's uh, it's uh, what I'm doing is I'm directing um, a piece called Chamber Music, which is a show with um, Jesus. I think seven. It's a, it's a show about seven or eight batshit crazy women in an insane asylum um all thinking that they're different uh historical women from 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 history that sounds great yeah um, i think i've heard of this yeah. someday i will do it with drag queens but um for I'm now ready. what yeah so for but for now um we got you know i, I you know put together, i cast a, a group of really you know interesting actresses and a number of people of my friends are in it including uh our friend liz hill our, oh, I love Liz. Our friend Kelly Comer. And the first performance in 20 years of uh, Miss Jamie Williams. Hey. Ooh. Mrs. Williams. We'll be acting in it as well. Ooh. So that's at uh, Cheney Hall in uh, Manchester. And that's on October 9th. It's a Tuesday night. 
And uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. That's so. my birthday. Oh yay! Happy birthday! So yeah, and then my next big uh, my next big event will be sometime around November fifteenth. Hopefully a little earlier. Um, there will be a uh, baby. A baby. Yeah. So listen, I want that. I want the kid born on November eighth. I will have it. That's my birthday. I will have it. <laughs> All right. Um, I have one more thing to plug. Please go it's for not it. It's as exciting as a baby. But well, um, no, every plug, month plug, plug, plug. I will be at the Rough Draft in Hamden. That's a bar. Mm-hmm. Um, doing Drag Queen Bingo. So come and win some money and prizes and drink tickets and all that good shit. All right. And uh, is a Cult co- Corner. Uh, Anything interesting happened recently? Have you have you contacted the demons? No, no demons. We really um, need to put together a theme song for that. I'm right uh, here, so I think I I swear I had some news, but I may have lost it. That's good. That's uh, that's, that's good. I, audio, yeah, I, I, well, you know what? I guess that's probably good news, though. If it wasn't big enough for me to remember, then it must not be a problem. Is this the theme song? You demons. I think that's the demons. <laughs> All right, and as always, you can get in touch with us. You know, I should actually oh, like schedule and think of something yeah. about just just a soundbite for each of these. That'll so, be good. So we are available everywhere. Um, you can uh, follow us on social media at Couch Grouches. Um, so it's couchgrouches at gmail.com. We're at Couch Grouches on Facebook and Twitter. Our at Couch Crouches on Instagram. I am in the process of uh, beginning to cook up the possibility of a YouTube page since that's been requested by a couple of people. I don't know what the fuck we're going to put on there, but just upload your podcast. I mean, yeah, we can do that as well. Um, we are on. We just put camera right here. It'll yep. be talking App- heads. Apple Podcasts. Please, if you're on Apple Podcasts, give us that five star review. Huge. Oh, you guys are on Apple Podcasts? We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're In on. The last episode, you guys are on SoundCloud, and I had no idea how to use SoundCloud. Yep. Um, I can't believe that's. I don't even know if that's there anymore. Go find find it. Yeah, so yeah, check us out. Um we're everywhere. So we got an Instagram, I think. I did, yeah, no. We're yeah, we're, right. we're we're at we're yeah. At Couch Crouches. Out Couch Crouch Out Couch Crouch. Couch, yeah, that. What couch about crouches. Twitter? We got Twitter? At Couch Crouches. Did you already mention the Twitter? I did. Okay. I what just about... followed you guys on Twitter. My God. What about email? Did you Couch Crouches at gmail.com. Okay, email. okay. Uh, do we have a website? No, we don't have a website. No, we don't have a website. Although I do have a, uh, I do have some, I, I do have some, some, yeah, some I would free say stuff. You guys should get a website and upload all the pictures you show, like to the website. So you know I thought about, about it. So oh, yeah, like it's, a, it's just work to do. A visual companion. Yeah, like a a, a read along album. Maybe a blog. A blog. Maybe do a blog. Something else for show me. To, something else for me to neglect. <laughs> all right. Hey, so, how, how goes the quest for the best lobster roll? So, you know, we, I started that blog a couple of years ago and Jamie and I really put away some lobster rolls and we never finished. Well, how far did you get? What's the best one you had thus far? You know, do you remember off the top of your head? Uh, lobster landing's pretty fucking good, but Abbott's. Yeah. I think Abbott's, Abbott's is a good lobster roll. Although they put it on the bun as opposed to the roll, yeah, but, but they still like toast and yeah, butter the bun. It's, it's good. Um, yeah, that's fu- that's a good fucking lobster roll. So yeah, I mean, and you know what, you know what, with the baby, I feel like we're gonna have an opportunity to like do more road trippy, like little like weekend trippy type things. So a <laughs> blog, 
of goofy weekend trippy stuff with the baby might be something that we end up doing. So like we may actually revisit lobster rolls. Nothing an infant loves better than a lobster roll. <laughs> no, the infant can fucking watch us eat lobster rolls while we put them in like little funny like lobster like lobster outfits and shit. <laughs> here, like that. here you here you go, infant. Suck on suck on this lobster claw here. Just get the butter off. Hey, listen. I'm gonna eat this roll. It's, I'm telling you. That's fucking spectacular. That's probably the best <laughs> thing that we've that we've done on this show so far. It's fucking, <laughs> fucking lobster roll baby. Uh, All right, so um, sweet lobster baby. So yeah, um, <laughs> we, what a gem, sweet lobster babies. So yeah, we're gonna try to. Uh, we're gonna. It keep... does feel like we're nearing the end of the show. Oh no, I'm we're we're to there. We're yeah. like off yeah. uh, off topic. So yeah, starting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the show didn't no, have a topic. There was no topic, was no topic, to topic for this show. All right, so with that, we'll be back next week. That is the plan. That is the promise. So, uh, if you have any questions or comments or subject ideas for the show or things you want to say or you want to yell at us, tell us how much we suck, whatever. Please, all that social media is there for you to yeah. to, to contact us at. Make sure you leave uh, us a five-star review that says, man, I listened to all of these episodes. These guys suck. There you go. Five stars. All right. So, uh, Adam, got anything else to say before we, do, before we go? Uh, nope. Thank you so much for coming. Of course. Thank you really for having me. I appreciate it. Gonzo, anything else before we get out of here? Uh, Anytime you need that gay shit, I'm here. I mean, that's some gay shit. There's some gay shit happening there. Yeah. All right. So, uh, for Couch Grouches, I'm going to get the theme songs out for Couch Grouches. Yeah. This is Jim. I'm Gonzo. I'm Gigantic Smalls. Fuck on, audience. Fuck on, audience. I did the thing. You did the thing. Fuck you. Are you happy? Gonzo. Yeah. Wait, my thing. Y'all remember that one really terrifying dude from One Fish, Two Fish, Red Fish, Blue Fish? Yeah, that, you know the guy. That guy. He freaked me out as a kid.